Welcome, Faith Family Church. We just finished listening to Daniel Hurd's exposition on John chapter 21, verses 1 through 19. And it was, um, it was quite a text, quite an exposition. And so what we do is we kind of model for you how you can talk about the sermon and just, you know, how the Lord spoke to us specifically in the sermon. So, um, <clears throat> Matthew, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the two-man panel today. <laughs> We're going to have a two-man panel for a while. We've got lots of folks traveling. Um, but in, in the sermon today, I really felt like, and I, I told the church this in both services, but I really felt like I was pastored. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dan has a Master's of Divinity degree in counseling, and um, that comes out in his preaching as well. Yeah. You know, that counseling heart, uh, which is really just a pastor's heart. Yeah. And, and he pastored all of us really, really well today. And if you um, can have a master's degree in pastoral voices. Yes, he does. He has a... the Morgan Freeman voice, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, just, did a, just did an excellent job. And, and uh, you know, he's talking frequently about a, a warm fire, which his mm-hmm. voice is kind of like a warm fire. But, but he took us to uh, a warm fire on the seashore. And uh, that is what my heart needed. It's what Peter's heart needed. And it's what my heart needed. And mm-hmm. I was I was warmed, not by a physical fire, but by a gospel fire today. It, yeah. it warmed me. It was, it was needful. I love the way he presented, uh, presented that, the narrative from Peter's perspective. Yes. Um, you know, it, it sort of focused on, on Peter's, um, I guess, personal redemption mm. from the story prior where he denied Jesus. So he yes. goes from a denier to going to the rock that mm. that uh, you know Christ built his his yes. church on. There's so much you can learn yes. from Peter, and the way that that Daniel uh, presented that was just so compelling. Mm. I I have so many quotes that I, I wrote down from it, and they're all super long, but they're I just there's so much meat uh, yes. in, in in that. Yeah, and in and um, so basically, have you ever have you ever seen this before? What what he did? I know you've seen me do it a couple times, but outside. So basically. <clears throat> What uh, Daniel Hurd did is, in a sense, he kind of became Peter for a moment. You call it narrative preaching. So you kind of take on the persona of the person, and as you're speaking, you're speaking as that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my mentors from a distance, never met him, but I like to read after him and listen to him. Uh, his name is Haddon Robinson, and he was excellent at this. And he wrote a book. He wrote the book on expository preaching. That's literally the title of the book, Expository <laughs> Preaching. But he also did narrative exposition from time to time. And uh, just as, as Dan, Daniel did his narrative exposition, I thought, this is, this is on the same level as Haddon Robinson. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was that good. Story, storying it, but then also coming in with, with deep theological truth while he's storing mm-hmm. it. Uh, were you familiar with that? Have you ever seen no. that done before? So, uh, beside you did it, uh, I think, um, on a particular passage in Philemon, mm. but I'd never heard that done uh, anywhere else before. That's that's completely new to me. Yes. Uh, I would have, if you would, if you were to explain that to me beforehand, I would think. Sounds I don't weird. like that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's weird. That's like yeah. theatrical or something. Right. Like you're gonna yeah. go up there dressed in you know first century. Some of them did that. And Some of them did. Had yeah. Robinson used to do that. I'd yeah. love to see you try that. Sometime. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean the, the I didn't know that Daniel was was gonna do that, mm. uh, and it just it floored me. There were certain you know there was a, a I, I have to just read this quote because it was yes. one that just um, I was. Of course, I, fo- I get to follow along with his manuscript. Mm. Uh, not everybody gets to do that, but I'm, I'm 
I was reading down through it, listening to him, and my head just popped up when he, when he read this. Uh, he said, his wounds have spoken, his spilt blood speaks a better word and will carry you and me through times and troubles that we do not want. His sacrificial love will carry you through loss, through extreme pain, and even through the death that we do not want to face. We will face the end, not in solemn, dignified duty, in submission to higher power, but with deep joy and love in our hearts for the Savior who first loved us. Mm, that's good. That's like something yes. that, I mean, you know, I, it, I told Daniel afterward, I was waiting for him to tell me who he was quoting because it was just so right. compelling. I thought, yes. this has to be in some some yeah. you know book that's a hundred years old right. but man yeah i we mean just that's, that's that why i said same of... same quality as Haddon robinson yeah i mean the yeah. same the same quality um in that narrative part so basically you had two parts um kind of began narrative and then exposition uh, but but in the narrative part um he made a statement about um he you know he's fishing on the boat and he thought it was zebedee calling out mm-hmm. uh throw the net on the other side and it was a voice that that sounded older than dirt but actually it was older it sounded more than older than dirt it was older Older than than soil older than the soil of the earth yeah and i thought that was so good because the creator of the world was calling out another one in the narrative section um he gave this he gave this illustration as the first person peter Mm -hmm. um i don't know if you remember it or not but but he was talking about the boat and it was attached to the dock and it had these feeble knots, the rope. Mm-hmm. And it was that, is that what was keeping the boat there, those feeble knots from the rope? Uh, no, it, it was the anchor. It was this big, solid anchor. And he was comparing mm-hmm. his love for Christ to the knots. And we think mm-hmm. that holds us there. But, but, and, and it does, but ultimately it was the anchor down deep. Mm-hmm. It is Christ saying. And then at the end of the illustration, he said, I'm going nowhere now, and mm-hmm. I love that. And mm-hmm. I'm going nowhere now, not because of my love for him, mm-hmm. because I can fall, as he knew well. Yeah. Deny the Lord three times. I'm going nowhere now because of his love for me. Yeah. And that was um, so, so powerful. I think that is something, you know, I listened to it twice because we have two services here. So I listened mm-hmm. to it in, in the 9, and I listened to it in the 1045 and picked up things that I missed in, in mm-hmm. the 1045, in the nine, but I, I caught it in the 1045. And I think if I heard it again, it was just that deep, especially the narrative mm-hmm. section, I would pick up on more things that, that I missed. Yeah, I do that too. Where I'll, I'll, like I said, I get, to, I get to follow along with the manuscript, um, but I'll, I'll try to set the manuscript aside for at least one of the services and mm-hmm. just, and just take it in you know, and listen to it. Um, you know, I, I love that, that particular, that, that style. I, I, I've never heard, um, I'm sure I've heard that, that passage preached before. I couldn't right. tell you yeah. when, and uh, I, I'm sure now I'll forget every other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> every other uh, There's so much meat there. It's rich. Yes. And yes. then so he, he did the, the narrative section, and then he kind of moved to the expositional section <laughs> and um, had like a lot of different things here. One of the things was the six roles of Christ Mm -hmm. and so that's really where he came in with so he's backing up so you were in the narrative then he's stepping back all right we're out of the narrative now let's look at it as a whole Um, how is this text Christ-centered and then um, he showed from the text how Christ is revealer provider restorer originator originator is the one really hit me leader Mm -hmm. and um, one more that I can't remember did you say provider yes leader Revealer, prepare. provider, preparer. Yeah, that yeah. was the last one. 
Um, and that was excellent as mm -hmm. well. Each of those are kind of like sermons in themselves. Oh, those yeah. Those were really good. The, um, his remarks on provider uh, stood out to me. The, the idea that, um, that Christ has given us what he commands of mm. us. Yes. Uh, he had that, yes. that D.A. Carson quote that he, he actually yes. um, used twice. He, he, he uh, repeated it. Uh, as in the days before his crucifixion, um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. But yeah, you'll be on the. So give. You know. So you're talking about the seven command section. So we yes. have the six, um, the the six Christ, how Christ is revealing Himself, provider, yeah. all those. Then the seven commands, and then he, he talked about like the seven commands in the text right, that He right, commanded, right. and then that text by Augustine. Um, oh, it's that Augustine. Quote, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember the quote, but it was. Um, Give what you command. Yes. Yes. On your exceedingly great mercy, rest all my hope. Give what you command and then command whatever you will. Which That's is it. so yeah. good. And then he brought it back to love as well. Mm -hmm. So like he commanded Peter, you are to love. Mm -hmm. And then he gave Peter the love. I mean, just so, oh man, yeah. so rich. And um, so in the expositional part, there were six roles of Christ, center, six roles of Christ, then the seven commands. And then he ended with kind of uh, three applications. Yeah. The first application was just ordinary life, just an ordinary scene in which God did these powerful things. Mm -hmm. um, then application two, repent like Jesus taught us to repent. And he kind of camped out there for a while yeah. because the whole text was about Peter, you know, repenting. And um, it, it was also a gift that God was giving him, mm -hmm. you know, the gift of repentance. Yeah. And he wrapped it up um, talking about what it means to be a shepherd. Uh, yes. it, was sort of a, uh, it was sort of directed to pastors, to pastors yeah. mm -hmm. but it's good for everyone to understand what, what to look for in a, pastor, in a pastor, what to expect from yeah. a pastor and their mm -hmm. expectations. And um, yeah, the, the shepherd's heart of Christ there is, is um, you know, a model for us. Yeah, well, and you need to know that when you're not a pastor so that you can know how to be mm -hmm. shepherded, how to yes. be a good yes. sheep, a yes. sheep. Is yeah. there a singular form of sheep? Sheep. Is still sheep? Yeah. Okay. Sheep. How to be a good sheep? Sheep is singular and plural. Okay. Just a good like fish ship. and some of the others. I was talking about this with the kids last night. I can't remember the other ones, but yeah. Um, yeah, that was good. I mean, that it, it helped me just on so many levels. Um, at the beginning, he talked about epilogue a lot and then mm. prologue and then kind of tied those two together and, and um, showed how... John was really wrapping a gift, a gift of Christ, saying this mm -hmm. is his son, his son, his son, and how he artistically crafted the book of John, mm -hmm. which was good. I mean, he kind of covered the whole book in a short period of time. Oh, yeah. Because we took a break from our Ecclesiastes series and jumped into this for a week. Yeah. And it was, um, it was really helpful. I love that title, too, Life in the Epilogue. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Yeah, my, my, heart was, my heart was warmed. Mm -hmm. You know, my heart was warmed. And friends, your, your heart will be warmed as well, listening to this wonderful exposition. Uh, so you can find it online. Daniel Heard, what's the title again? The Life. Life in the Epilogue, John 21, 1 through 19. Yeah. Listen to it and uh, have your heart warmed by this gospel truth. Thank you for listening to this resource of Faith Family Church. We gather on Sundays at 495 Hugh Hunter Road in Oak Grove, Kentucky, and are a short drive from Fort Campbell and Hopkinsville, Kentucky, as well as Clarksville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website, myfaithfamilychurch.com.